Hello. Well, thought I would let you know that this is my very first podcast, so I hope this goes well. I want to put together a series of three podcasts that deal with the topic of color. Now, color is a very important aspect of data visualization. The experts recognize this. You can see this in any book that you would pick up on data visualization. But I also saw it when I was going through some of the assignments that you have handed in and when you were asked about what was the most appealing aspect to you about a data visualization, the number one response from the class was color. So it's an important topic with data visualization um, on very many different levels. Now, uh, what I talk about today is based on an article, and uh, the article is called Choosing Colors for Data Visualization. It's written by Maureen Stone. Maureen is an independent consultant that works in the area of digital color. Before she started her consulting company, she worked for Xerox uh, for 20 years. She's also authored a book called A Field Guide to Digital Cover, or I'm sorry, Digital Color. Uh, She's published numerous papers, over 30, and she has 12 patents. And I found this article in Stephen Few's library, which is available at www.perceptualedge.com. Now, in his library, he has many articles about uh, different topics that deal with data visualization. So I think of Maureen as the expert's expert. So let's get started with um, the article. Now, I'm not going to start at the beginning. I'm going down to the second paragraph, should you be following along. Um, And and I'm just going to start by uh, reading. Color, when used well, can enhance and clarify a presentation. Color used poorly will confuse. While there's strong aesthetic component to color, using color well in information display is essentially about function. And there are two uh, functions that are listed here. Number one is what information are you trying to convey? And number two is how or whether color can enhance it. So an effective design presents information in an organized manner, making it easy for the viewer to understand the roles and the relationships between the elements. A good organizing principle is to define categories of information, which are grouped by function and ordered by importance. So an effective use of color will number one, group related items, and number two, command attention in proportion to the importance. Now, given an organized set of data elements and a clear understanding of their function and importance, how does one go about choosing an effective set of colors? Well, before we answer this question, we have to look at some basic principles of color design. So I'm going to move to the section in the article that says principles of color design. 
Um, contrast and analogy are the principles that define, define color design. Contrasting colors are different. Analogous colors are the same. So this goes along with the way that we use them. For example, contrast draws attention. Analogy groups. In color design, uh, it, it, there are three different dimensions, actually, that make up color design. And the three dimensions are number one, hue, number two, value, and number three, chroma. And we're going to talk about each one of those individually. Although I'm not going to go to the uh, level of uh, that they go in the article. I'm just going to touch on the main points. But um, hue is the color's name. So things like red, green, orange, those are hues. The hue dimension is circular. And you see this because it's typically drawn as a hue circle. There are many different hue circles reflecting different media and mixing models but all represent the colors in the same order. In any hue circle, analogous hues will be close together. Contrasting hues, as you would expect, will be on the opposite side of the hue circle. Now value is the next dimension and value is perceived lightness or darkness of the color. And it's considered to be the most uh, visually important characteristic. For contrast in value defines the effect that we get for attention. And we saw this in the mind maps that you all did. The um, more contrast that a color had the more it got our attention. So um, the value scale is typically defined so that black equals zero and white equals 100. Now we're really not going to use the value dimension um, from the numerical perspective. We're going to leave that to the experts and we're just going to choose from um, options that are presented to us on the color wheels. So the final dimension is chroma and it describes the colorfulness it indicates how bright, saturated, vivid, or colorful a color is. Now, using colors that are darker and grayer or more pastel have many benefits. The results look less garish and they actually look more sophisticated. They're easier to duplicate in print and it allows the user to use saturated colors for highlighting. Now, when you make related islands the same color, in other words, you're using analogous hues, it's a powerful way to label a group. 
people are going to, because they're related colors, because they're in this analogous um, group, people are going to group them whether you want them to or not. Now, a hue contrast is easy to overuse, and sometimes people do it to the point that it's considered visual clutter. So you want to be careful that you don't go uh, to that point. A better approach is to just use a few high chroma colors um, as color contrast in a presentation. So I'm going to um, skip the legibility section. I think that is pretty self-explanatory. I also think it's common sense. You don't want to use hues that uh, no longer make your words legible. And I'm going to go on down to the section that's labeled guidelines for selecting colors. Um, so far, the principles that we've talked about can be summarized as, number one, assigning color to function, number two, using contrast to highlight and analogy to group, and number three, controlling value contrast for legibility. Um, color palettes are very helpful in um, helping us make our choices. And Microsoft products have many of these already built in. So I would say, go ahead and use those. Uh, if you're not happy with those and you wanna look outside the choices that Microsoft gives you, a good source is from Cynthia Brewer. And um, she produces something called the Color Brewer. That's all one word. And Brewer is spelled B-R-E-W-E-R. Now, she designed these for thematic maps, but a lot of people also use these for charts, graphs, and any other presentation that they are putting together. So I'm going to stop here, and um, this is what I consider the important highlights of this article. It, again, is posted on Blackboard if you would like to read through it on your own. But this concludes the first in the series on the topic of color. So hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for your attention. Bye.